Podcast Johnson. I want answers. No. You are listening to I Want Answers. No. The podcast where guests are asked specific questions on a topic to answer immediately and without hesitation. I Want Answers. No. Welcome to I Want Answers Now. This is a special Halloween episode coming out in Halloween 2021. You will be listening because it's Halloween and you should listen about uh, this show and the movie we're going to talk about tonight. Tell your ugly kids trick-or-treating can fucking wait. That's right. Play this while you're trick-or-treating. If you're trick-or-treating and you're going in car from house to house, blast this podcast. I have a better idea. They take it out. They have it on their phone. And yeah. every house they go to trick or treat, they play the episode in its entirety instead of saying trick or treat. <laughs> oh, sure. They they have a the, they, they will have three pieces of candy at the end of the night, if even. Let's make this a two hour episode. Bill, what's your son going to be for Halloween? He actually is going to be. I don't think it's actually a Grim Reaper. It's it's a Grim Reaper costume, but it's like blackface, like not not that kind. Oh Excuse God, me. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Let me rephrase that. The, the 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 hood it's just all black and you just he has the glowing eyes it's like these glasses with led lights so you can see oh. glowing eyes coming through like the the nothingness of his face that sounds and, neat cool and it's a and I'll, I'll grab an image to show you it, it does he put it on he tried it on it looks really creepy and we're gonna actually make a little video of him stalking me and killing me for fun nice. he's all about it nice. mike do you have children and if so what are they being for halloween and if not what would they be for halloween if you had them <laughs> Uh, I do have a child. His name is Jasper. He just turned nine. He is being Harry Potter for Halloween. Nice. And we have not cut his hair in a while, so he looks ridiculous and scraggly. Oh, so he um, has I, the proper Harry mop? Yes, he has a mop, and uh, he says he wants to carve the lightning into his forehead. Um, I, I was going to ask if you were going <laughs> to carve a real lightning scar into his forehead for authenticity. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be cool with it. My wife's not crazy about it, but yeah, maybe fair. we'll convince her. Hey, you then, got time. Yeah, and he's hey, all set. If he ever wants to be Harry Potter again, yeah, he'd be Harry Potter as much as he wants in regular yeah. life and also for Halloween. Now, when it's Halloween night, he's dressed up. You're gonna like refer to him as Harry Potter. Yeah, that's right. I'll call him Harry. Yeah, there's Harry. no H. Harry <laughs> and Potter. Potter, cheerio. Pip, I'll pip. talk like that the whole night. It's not like Monty Python. Yeah. Clean some fucking chimneys for people instead of trick or treating. Oh. Damn right. Uh, by the way, I got two mics with me. Hey, the, the voices you hear. One is uh, Mike Spada, who I do podcasts with. Those would be Secret Underground Hideout, and every other Monday's main event. He's a, he's an author. Has a book called The Book of Milton, available on Amazon. The other Mike is Mike Neal, filmmaker, author as well. Mm. What films, Mike? What films? Drive-in horror show, Infinite Santa, and H.P. Lovecraft Salafaeus, which is almost done. Nice. And what's the book? Yeah. Uh, the book. The book that I did, or the book. Yeah, uh, Ghoulish yeah. Stories. But uh, whatever, it's, it's some random book. It's the dictionary. Um, Ghoulish Webster's. Stories. <laughs> yeah, it's Webster. Yeah, just call oh. me Webster. Oh, okay. So, yeah. You're going to hide in a clock? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, for the I was, clock. Yeah. I was born in the clock, and I'll die in a clock. <laughs> Words to live by. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're doing the uh, very uh, holiday-appropriate Night of the Demons, uh, filmed in 1987 under limited release, but uh, put out in 1988. And I'll just give the synopsis, and then we can go into these questions that I have. And of course, if you guys want to bring up anything, please feel free to do so. Um, ten teenagers party at an abandoned funeral parlor on Halloween night. When an evil force awakens, demonic spirits keep them from leaving. 
and turn their gathering into a living hell. Now, for some reason, uh, one of the notes I put down was, I guess, one of the actress's aunts was Rue McClanahan. I saw that. Blanche. But what I wrote down, and I must have done this in a big rush because I wanted to make sure I noted this. I put Black Rom Golden Girls on set. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Black Rom? Anyone? Romantic? I I don't know. (laughs) I must have... I don't know, like, like passing out or something. And was, that's what I got out before I collapsed on my keyboard. Yeah, that's what imagine you, like. imagine you yeah. died and that was <laughs> your family's trying to fucking <laughs> decipher that Just for years. Cryptic. It's like, it's like Walt Disney. The last thing he wrote was, uh, he just wrote Kurt Russell on a napkin. <laughs> that's right. So that, that's my Walt Disney moment when I die. It's going to a napkin with black rum, golden girls on the set. <laughs> right. What does it, what does it mean? And you, but there'll be your, and your two names will be on there. The, the, you know, the people will come to you with questions. Nice. Welcome in advance. Now I'm just kind of answers. baffled that uh, Walt Disney and Kurt Russell were alive in the same timeline. Well, he used to be when he was younger. He was in some, some Disney live action films. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, the, the computer wore tennis shoes. That was him. Yeah. Mike, oh fuck, you're right. Yep. I apologize. So he must have had a lined up for something. He was going to make a the Kurt He's Russell the, specific uh, animatronic ride. I, I was going to say just he would be a live action Mickey Mouse. Oh, he'd wear the costume. Yeah, but he just looked like <laughs> shit. He's like, how you doing? I'm Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they could get other random teenagers to dress up like Kurt Russell. So, you know, they, they draw the short straw instead of being Mickey or Donald. Like, you dress up like Kurt Russell and just look really, really creepy. And no one wants to take a picture with you or get your autograph at Disney World. Right, all the kids are crying when they see you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's mandatory. Well, of course, you have to. The admission. Uh, so Mike alluded quickly. Uh, the first question was, uh, do you recall the first time you saw this movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, what format? Because Mike and I are much older than other Mike. Um, so I'll let you say it, Mike, because I wrote it. I, I typed it out, but I'm sure it's the, the same as what I have. Yep. Mike Neal, that is. I thought, I'm sorry. I'm going to be saying Mike. I did this. Yeah, well, that's all right. I knew you were Specify. talking about it. Specify. Yeah, it'd be rough. <laughs> it yeah. is. I saw it on VHS, I believe, yes. with Bill. Yes. Um, when we were kids, we were we didn't see it right after it came out, did we? It was probably like 1990. We were probably I th- 13 or something. I think, yeah, we might have been uh, early high school, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Late middle school, early high school. Uh, I believe it was at your house. It was. I remember mistaken. seeing it and feeling almost, the... feeling almost embarrassed that hoping my mom wouldn't walk by a couple of the, the various oh. scenes. Oh, but... this, yes. There were certain scenes, Bubsy Wubsies. <laughs> yes. Like half of it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you know. when I thought of that, too, I know. I think part two also, if I'm not mistaken. Do you recall that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I have almost no memory of part two, but I know we watched it because the first yeah. one was like, "Oh, this was good." And then I don't remember if the second one was any good, but uh, probably maybe not. not. Probably and not. They usually I aren't. cannot envision a world where it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, as in, I was at the end of this. I'll make the offer now if you wanted to cover that for next year. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Right now, it's on tape. You're agreeing to it, so it's going to happen. Okay, um, but I think uh, the Creep Show movies, the first two Creep Shows, and Evil Dead too, I think was in the mix as well. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know if there was other stuff, but I know those were all all definite. But um, younger Mike, we got to do Creep Show too sometime, man. It's a fucking good. Doing both. Yeah. yeah. Back two, 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 Double feature. Creep Fuck. Show too and Hell yeah. Show also. Um. Yeah, I saw it probably like 15 years ago. Uh, it was just. Uh, 
my wife and my cousin and um, I think my sister, and we're all just hanging out, and we're like, oh, let's rent a dumb Halloween. And we're like, oh, this looks stupid. So we rented a digital video disc, and we watched it, and we laughed the night away because it was just such a fucking joy. Yeah. And um, that was the only time I saw it until uh, two days ago. All right. I've seen it a bunch of times since it's become part of my October rotation most years. I Well, as soon as I watched it recently, yeah, this needs to be in the rotation. This is everything I want a horror movie from this era to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, for Halloween, especially, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, very fitting. It was actually originally it was the working title was this Halloween party. That's right. Well, I was I, I think all the time it's like, you know, there's obviously an ungodly amount of great horror movies, but so few of them take place on Halloween. Um, so any chance I get to see a movie that actually like, hey, you're seeing, you know, you don't see much of it in this, but you know, you get your kids trick or treating and your kids partying, you get that atmosphere. I yeah. like it. I like it a you lot. Get, you get the old asshole putting razors and oh, apples. That's why yeah. I forgot about him. He's my favorite. Yeah. He's my absolute he, favorite. He is the perfect curmudgeon. Oh, and he gets a, it in the end. He Excellent does. job. Uh, so, how do you, I, I want to ask you now, uh, how do you think you'd feel about it if you watched it for the first time? So like you know, this week, would you feel differently than if you when you saw it? I mean, Mike was still, Spider was still an adult, I guess, when he saw it. But yeah, I was an adult when I saw it, and then on top of that, like it's been so long since I saw it that I, most of it felt pretty new to me. Yeah. So. My reaction the other day is basically my uh, authentic, genuine reaction, and that it's a fucking romp. Hi, kitty still? cat. Hello, kitty. Mike Neal, would you still feel the same way about it, seeing it now as opposed to a uh, young teenager? I don't know. I mean, when I see movies now that I missed, you know, like from the 80s, you know, that I, I missed then that I see now, it's like I enjoy them, but there's that nostalgia aspect of just the way things look and feel like. I think I'd really like it. I might, I might be a little more aware of like the rough edges in a way that I wasn't when I was a kid, and that's part of the charm. But yes, you know, there were I think there were many rough edges. In yeah, this, uh... yeah, very many. I, don't buy it. I I think I would have felt differently about uh, the acting ability of people. Yep. I mean, good for them for getting the job and and being able to make the movie and hopefully moving on to other things, but. I think that was the judging from how many of them have Wikipedia pages. I don't think that was the case. Well, I know the, uh, I don't have her name, but the lead actress, she was, she ended up being on Dallas. Yeah. Yep. JR's, uh, second, a, hey, husband, any, second wife. You know, you've made it when you work with Patrick Duffy. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I would have still enjoyed it, but I don't know as, as much. It does like makes a spot. I'm like Neil said a, very much nostalgic because like i saw it at the right time mm -hmm. and it, and i think the only reason i ever saw it was based on the uh the vhs cover it looked very interesting you have the uh with angela in her demonic form with the invitation so i was like yep let's check it out like i think that was before i had really an awareness of linea quigley was i didn't make the connection that she was in return of the living dead and a bunch of other stuff at the time but uh I think it took a long time to realize that, oh, you're the same person from this and this. But I think it's still, it would still hold up enough. I think certain 80s movies, though, like I see them now, and it doesn't feel the same. Like if you do have like an expectation, different expectations as an adult than you did as a child. You're much more innocent. You're able yeah. to shut your brain off more easily. Sorry, being very serious. I should stop doing that. <laughs> no, Cut I think that's. Out. 
you know, one thing I noticed now was that um, it's not necessarily just the performances. The editing is weird. And by which I mean, like, there's pauses in between the lines. Like, someone will say something, and there'll be a pause, and then the next, they'll cut to the next person, there'll be a pause, and then they'll say something. And it's like, yeah. you could probably cut about five minutes out of the whole movie just for removing those. And, like, when the movie has a really quick pace anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But, you know, I I, I noticed that. I was like, oh, this yeah, it, just it makes tightened you... a little bit. It makes me think of like my exact anxieties when I edit stuff and I'm just like, like, oh God, am I, is this tight enough? Is this tight enough? And I keep going and going and going and then it's too tight and it's just like, so like that stresses me out so much. And it's so, it looks like they were just like, who gives a shit? Let's just, uh, yeah. let's get it out as is. Sure. I think they were, they were having fun making it. Oh, uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah. So d- uh, did you find any of the characters in the movie to be likable? Um, well, strangely enough, the, um, the guy with the slicked back hair, um, what's his name? Sal. He, Sal. Yes, of course. Yeah. He, he got like, when I think of the first time I watched it, I think I was bummed out at the end that he died because he, he ends up being first. He's, he's the, the most sensible, logical one ultimately. Right. And he's trying to do the right thing. He's, 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 you know, he's got this cover that he's, you know, he's a, not like a tough guy, but like, I got to put it this front that I'm a kind of a dick and. Yeah. So is that how you felt about it? Yeah, I I was kind of sad to see him die this time, and, and I honestly I couldn't remember that much from the last time Jess and I watched it about like probably two years ago. I mean, mm. I remembered it, but there were little details like the order I kind of forgotten. And then I was watching, I was like, "That's right, he gets like a you know like something through his heart, like he gets you know impaled and yeah, you know, and all that." So and he gets was, a yeah. custom grave that appears uh, right <laughs> yeah, on time. Very quick, yeah. Yes, it was great. That and and the grave only works on that one day because it says died today, so it's yeah. Like, <laughs> going to be out of date tomorrow so that's right well no right. if there's no date today is whenever he dies wow I think, they, I think they thought in advance in case he didn't die that time whenever he died they were ready to go wow so it's always accurate always accurate yeah that's poor poor sal yeah man full name deserve that full first name was salad by the way <laughs> that's right not salvador nope. gotta salad. get salad yep salad p, p- caesar so, so uh spotted did you find any of the characters to be likable because they, they in general didn't seem to be i mean uh, in, in <laughs> at times judy was fine and yeah. you kind of feel for her because her boyfriend's a horny pervert and she just yeah. wants to hang out and he's just like come on babe give it up but then she gets you know to be irritating at other times i mean you know roger no, that's you, you that's what I put. I put not really, but possibly Roger. Yeah, I mean, he gets a little religious at times, which is a big turnoff for me. But he's otherwise, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's not afraid to show his emotions. You know, he's genuinely freaked out. He's trying his best to get out. Kind of on that same level, I feel like Helen was relatively neutral. She didn't really have enough of a presence to... Uh... She was like a punching bag for Stooge. Yeah. Stooge is a real piece of shit. Yeah, he's probably yeah. the worst. But he's also kind of the best because he actually has like a strong, like strongly defined character. Yeah, so yeah, he does. Is, you know, like he really is an asshole, but he's so yeah. cool. It's like he has yeah. that awesome hair and he has Fine that big nose. Yeah. You know, like actually, I remembered him as as Pigman, like in my brain since the last <laughs> time I saw because I remembered him with the pig nose. And Stooge is still a great name, but I mean, Pigman, that's yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, uh, just do you find it strange, like in terms of like 
how these movies go that this was just like a ragtag mix of supposed high school students that wasn't like clicky it was just you know there was like the cool kids that were like popular and then there was like the kind of like sheepish shy like you can almost see how like it bounces from like all right this person is just enough like this person to know this one and then Mm -hmm. that person's just enough like another person to yeah, like, so it all kind of you can sort of make those connections in your mind. But like you, you figure if it was like some other kind of like maybe not a horror movie, but like a teen dramedy, like like Jay and Stooge would be at odds all the time. Yeah, that kind and of. And it's thing. just more like everyone's giving everyone shit, and everyone's just being a you know a, a party goofball, horny teen, and having a nice night. Man, or maybe, it's a, maybe it's a small town. I also really oh, liked that there were there. 10 characters. Like it wasn't like some tight group. It was like, Oh, we have a shitload of people here and we kind of, you know, we have enough time to get to know uh, all of them a little bit in different yeah. ways. And then yeah. kill them. watch them <laughs> die. Yeah. Um, and flesh. Oh, oh yeah. Some of them. Did, did anyone, no, no one got to uh, finish though. I don't think. No. Yeah. No come, no, no okay. visible come on screen, which means no one finished. <laughs> oh, no. no I'll be dead. Oh, sorry. That's my, my phone telling is that, that is that your reminder for for Mike Spada to to do uh, his to hog tie himself? <laughs> yes, yes, that's what it says right here. <laughs> yep. Thank you for setting that alarm. Yeah, God absolutely. Damn it. Um, going forward, I'm going to refer to ejaculate as the devil's gravy. If you guys want to use that in your life, sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> but you have to be dressed like a priest when you when you say it, though. The devil's gravy, and then you like sure. you like you know douse someone holy water. I'm usually dressed like a priest, so that works. Oh, all right, just no pants. Yeah, yeah. Father Donald Duck. Oh, <laughs> yo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be better than like Father Bugs Bunny, where you're just wearing gloves oh. and nothing else. Remember to tell you about the Space Jam Two script after we're done here. I uh, can tell me at the end of this recording if it's funny. I want it included. Okay. But we'll save it to the it's end not, if you want. Well, oh. <laughs> it's 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 about something funny, but me telling you is not going to be especially funny. Nah, fine. Uh, was there any character in this movie that you wanted to punch? Yeah. What was um, what was the name of the um the goody two shoes again? I'm blanking. All the names run together for me. They didn't stick at Jill all. Female. Stooge. Uh, the guy, the the, the other love interest, Jay. Jay. Oh yeah, Jay needs to yeah. fucking go, man. Yeah. He didn't get it bad enough. No, actually, come on, man. Actually, put her little brother Billy. Oh, Billy! Oh, he a was in the skull. I, yeah. He was awesome. I loved Billy. What a well, douche! He was great. All right, see you, Mike. Mike Spotted just left. Oh, because I drove him away. Yeah, he like. I think we offended him. Yeah, I guess he really liked the brother. <laughs> oh, there he is. Was. Let's see. Oh, he's talking, but he's not in yet. Hmm. I was. Did you punch so- your camera? I was so offended that Mike loved <laughs> Billy that I had to leave. No, I, I love him for that reason because I want to fucking murder him. He's like just like an impeccably written '80s little brother. And oh yeah, best possible way. All he was missing was the rat tail with that bowl cut. Oh, oh man, <laughs> right? I know. But I did like how he pointed out that the, the things his mommy looked like turds. Yeah, oh, that was great. <laughs> and she was genuinely upset about it. She had to like turn away to like hold back the tears. Right. Oh, Billy, how could you? you I still want to punch think, him though. Oh, of course. And this movie kind of benefits that it came out in the late 80s when all these stereotypes were all established. You know, so 
you can just see that kid and know instantly that he's the annoying little brother. You can see Sal and know instantly that he's the like, you know, douchey tough guy, you know, the heart of kind gold. of yeah. right. And and so it saves you all this time of establishing it. It's like, oh, this is like Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, and Stu just like, you know, Return of the Living Dead, and like, yeah. I think it's kind of nice actually. Like it, you know, if you've yeah, seen man. a lot of this stuff, you get it immediately. Stu, the, fit right the in culture did the work for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and also just that part of the 80s where that stuff has been going on for, you know, almost 10 years already. And, you know, those kind of characters were in everything. You know, it's just... Uh, they just took all the best parts. So, yeah. Yeah. But he has... It is a strange... The little brother has seems obsessed with their, their boobs. Yeah, he's yeah. awfully horny. Yeah. yeah. Bodacious uh, boobies. It, it, <laughs> that's right. Bodacious. And then uh, he asks Jay, he goes, are you dating her for her personality or because she has big cha-chas? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like he, in, in in five minutes of screen time, talked more about his sister's breasts than I ever have about my sister's. Well, he can make up for it in this podcast if you want to. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, start the timer. All right, here we go. Excuse me for one sec. I'll blow oh. my nose. Oh, I was going to. Uh, uh, uh. He's doing it. Oh, he, he, he muted it. Man. I was trying to be a somewhat decent person. Where oh. is the fun in that? Now, if it's a fart, though, I'm going to put my ass next to the mic. Yeah. So, then I'll suck in my own shit particles. So make up for it. It's very obvious. <laughs> All right. Um, so, you know, pretty much everyone dies in this. What was your favorite? kill scene in this movie hmm the eye gouging is pretty awesome i'd forgotten about that and almost that's, like squeal like oh my god it's so good that's not only not only is it awesome it's uh well deserved oh without a it doubt is. what a douche but at the same time he's he goes from like the like above expectations and what he had for the night and it gets ruined <laughs> immediately but he, he does deserve it yeah. It's just, I think it's a funny way to go. Oh, yeah. Well, and with her, too, she's such a great character. You know, it's after all the lipstick boob stuff and, you know, just Linnea Quigley is just great. So, yeah, I uh, I read that, she, you know, when they inquired about casting her, she was like, I'm too old to play a teenager. But she came in anyways and they're like, yep, you got it. <laughs> like, no, you're not. Well, but I think even when I watched it originally, I think I was like, I think she's too old to be in this movie. I actually want to find out how old she was. I'm just curious of my own. Uh, I need to find out. Yeah. yeah I, I got them... really upset the other day because I was watching Seinfeld and I looked and George was like three years younger than me in that episode. I'm just like, what the fuck? Uh... <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm dead. Well, you know, Homer's 36. Oh. Yeah. Is he? Closing in on Homer. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I guess he was around our age he's also 239 pounds which makes me very upset too because i'm a lot more than that oh i thought he, i would assume more him not well yeah and king-sized homer he has to become 300 pounds to get on disability yeah oh that's right, yep. right right and he starts at 239 with that that little hill with the pig with the monocle and <laughs> oh <laughs> man i want to live there yes <laughs> just so linea quickly was 29 so that is uh, dangerously close to not being a teenager. No, I, I think that, 
Wait, was the uh, was that one actress from Clueless? Was she like thirty or? Oh, Stacy Dash. Yeah, she was in her well into her thirties, I think. But she looked. She looked like a teenager. She looked like a teenager. Yeah. yeah. I have to say, not to not to rag on Lene Quigley, but her her style of speech in this movie. Any any thoughts on that? Are there going to be any uh, boys at this party? Like, it was. I don't. Oh, I, don't I know. think she was just annoying. But do you think it was like? I think she was going for that. I think she was like overdoing it, hamming it up. Or you, you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on. Her. I'm just curious what your thoughts are on it. It's not like you know, watching it with a critical eye and a critical ear, sure. as opposed to just watching it for fun. I don't know. I liked it because none of the characters had that much screen time. So for me, we should probably have the most out of anybody. For me, if that's the case, I want it to be memorable. You know, yeah. and kind of interesting and exciting, and I mean, exciting, but just interesting and fun. So I was like, "Yeah, cool, I, yeah, well, go for it." You know, I do had like, an identity. Yeah, yeah I, I do like when when Judy runs away from her, and she's like, "Run, Judy, run! See, Judy, run!" Yeah, <laughs> that was a fun little line. But I, uh, are we all in agreement about Jay Jay's eyes being gouged out as the best kill? That that was yes, mine. yes. But my honorable mention does go to uh, Angela eating uh, Stooge's face. Oh, yes. the tongue and spinning it out, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I did good. enjoy that. Uh, just for a sec, too. Um, I actually liked this, that scene before then when she like the whole dance thing. Just like how it was shot and the, the song that they used for that. Like That was almost like kind of creepy with the... Uh, I don't know what the band was that was playing the song, but it has like the like the backwards like weird talking and, and the strobe lights. That, that was, I thought, for the one of the better shot scenes for this movie. There's a, there's a couple of parts in this movie that I was like actually kind of surprised by how good it looked like um, that shot with uh, the shattered uh, mirror and all of them kind of. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I thought that, that was, was pretty really, neat. Like, yeah, there's, a, and there's a couple part. other kind of clever things in there. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, best. Well, I put it like best makeup or special effect. Do you think? And then worst, if you have one. I mean, it's hard. It's hard not to go for the lipstick and the boob. Yeah, that's it, like, well, yeah. yeah, it looks very real. Yeah, it, the fact that you can't see the the entry point, it just like seals up and like nothing was ever there, right? I know, yeah, it's I, and very impressive. Yeah, and when I hadn't seen it in about twenty years, that was the one thing I remembered from the movie. Yeah, how like, can you can't forget that? When's oh, it ever happened before? A couple times. I mean, it was an Independence Day and Saving Private Ryan, but I don't really count those. Those are ripoffs. So. <laughs> this is Big Shots trying to rip off the independent movie. Yeah, come on. Well, it's kind of like um, throwing one of our other podcasts. I saw the House for the first time, the 1977 one. Oh, mm-hmm. what I'm always going to remember from that is someone turning into a pile of bananas because when the fuck <laughs> has that ever happened before in another movie? <laughs> that was the best. Yeah, it's a very unique thing. Uh, but yeah, it. You know, clearly they I didn't even like the first time I watched it, I think I had to like grab my own nipple afterwards, like, oh like it's just yeah. like it's very unexpected. It's like oof. Like, even like thinking about it now, like what would that feel like? Yeah. Mm. Oh, thank you. Uh anything stand out as not being so great effects wise for you? Uh nothing nothing really too much. I mean I, I kinda took issue with the, the the skull demon thing when they showed that. I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of that particular thing. Oh yeah, like the puppet thing. Yeah, I just feel like anything that doesn't look excellent still kind of lends itself to the movie. So like, Mike, you're being too nice. You're being too nice. I know. 
but it's uh it's it's one of those things where it's like all right if something looks like shit it's like well yeah because it's a ridiculous movie whatever and then if something looks great like oh i'm actually very surprised all right yelling at me about it jesus (laughs) uh next question if you had to confront one demonized youth from this movie which would you choose and why it's like life or death oh well okay so here's the bigger question am i trying to survive or just like have a good time oh no life or death oh okay like this is like you're like judy or roger i'd say at this point you're you're trying to get out, but every every turn there's someone there. So I'd, I'd probably say Max. He's a little shrimp, and he's missing an arm. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, yeah, he he was a bit more minor of those. What was his What was his girlfriend's name? Franny. That's right. She was way too happy the whole time. Everything was, hey. Yeah. Maybe she orchestrated the whole thing. You would think so. Ooh. And then Stooge the demon was like, fuck you, bitch, and killed her anyway. Break your neck. That's what you get yeah. for trying to have sex in a coffin. Steven right. Seagal style. I, Anyways, I, uh, I, did, I did appreciate that they said how uncomfortable it was. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. You you would normally think that uh, that would be something they didn't acknowledge. And you're like, who the fuck's going to do that? And they're like, oh, actually, this sucks. I was like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah I they tried, that. though. I mean, I'm having a hard time just figuring that out. Because, yeah, it probably would be Max, but like, Stooge is so cool. I just feel like if it's going to be anybody, I just, I don't know. I mean, he's big and strong and scary, so probably not. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I chose, Max, I guess. I went with Jay because he's blind and he seems slow. Oh, that's true. You can get away mm-hmm. from him. He, he seemed like sad because he was blind too. So you had that going for you. You can just remind him that he can't see and he's, oh, he gets you know emotional and has to stop for a second to collect himself. Wow. Wow. Yeah, just so you guys know, uh, the actor that played Billy is his real name is Donnie Jeffcoat Jr., which I think is a fantastic name. Jeffcoat, that's great. One word. Yeah, it wasn't like Jeff. Wasn't like his middle name. And his last name was Coat. Jeffcoat, baby, and he's <laughs> he's still working. He's well, I hope they're also be, working. Uh, he's going to be in a gunman's hand in 2021. Awesome. Uh. I'm curious too, just towards the end when when they're trying to climb the wall. First off, climbing up, having to pull on like barbed wire as your rope to get out. Yeah. I, I like yeah. how Rogers is like, it's like, fuck it. He just has no problem doing it and he just gets up there. <laughs> uh, but I think it's funny because you, you're seeing everyone now. And I was uh, disappointed at uh, how Sal looked because they just gave him like traditional ghoul makeup. On his face. Oh yeah, huh. yeah. You know, every, everyone else gets like, you know, the the crazy face prosthetics, and you know they got like green shit on their face, and this all put some it's, break out the pause makeup kit, and just put some black under his eyes with that little Q-tip thing, and he's like very sad too. So I just, yeah. was just a comment on that. I feel bad. You feel I really bad. Miss him. I, I was hoping that she'd get pulled down and ripped to pieces. Like, like she was hanging off that barbed wire for an awfully long time. Yeah, they really built know. up the tension. Yeah, well, and you know, I, you know, he, like you said, he hopped up and was was all good, and then she's hanging on the barbed wire, and just that was funny. That seemed almost not out of place in the movie, but that's more of like a, you know, seventies, early two thousands exploitation torture kind of thing. You know, it's not scary and suspenseful like the rest. It's like, oh god, that looks painful and yeah you know, yeah because she's else in the movie is like it 
yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about it like that. I wonder why, too, that when Stooge touches her, it burns her skin, but no one else did. Because they're all grabbing at her. Well, it's because he's Stooge. He's fucking gross. Oh, okay. You could, like, put his hand on the back of his pants, like, poo-poo hand. Yeah, he's got, like, that, uh, remember when, like, Mitch McConnell's hand was all black and fucked up for a couple of weeks? Oh, and, like, his face, too? Yeah. The, what, got, like, that it? fucking when Dumbledore touched the Horcrux kind of thing. Oh. I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not a, I don't know the the Harry Potter movies very well. Well, it's basically the same thing. It happens to Dumbledore. That Like, literally the exact same thing. And Mitch McConnell had his little black hand. It was fucking gross. Oh. Was it ever explained what that was? Yet. He's just a piece of shit. It's just, he's demon <laughs> rot. Oh, okay. He's pure evil. It yeah. just showed. Usually he keeps it inside. He's trying to escape his skin. That's right. He'll leap out of his body. I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the evil's trying to escape. You know you're bad at the evil's trying to escape your body. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if it really existed, would you eat a bowl of fuck? Yeah. What do you think a bowl of fuck would look like? Uh, so I, the year that um, I saw this movie for Christmas later that year, because uh, we Christmas thought that movie. was just such a great, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so later for later for that year for Christmas, we thought we always, we kept saying eat a bowl of fuck. Um, so my wife and I bought like this beautiful, like ornate bowl at TJ Maxx, like a big, like iridescent flowery bowl. And then we just ripped up an ungodly amount of pieces of paper, like pieces like, you know, yay big. And we wrote fuck in all kinds of different fonts over and over and over and over and over until we could fill the bowl. So we gave her a bowl of fuck for Christmas. Oh, that's sweet. She still has it. That's amazing. They weren't eaten? Uh, She eats one every once in a while, you know, when she gets uh, peckish. All right. Does she say it like Stooge did beforehand? (laughs) Every time she's go, we're gonna eat a bowl of fuck. <laughs> All right. Um, actually, back to the nipstick. Uh, if you were paid handsomely, would you force lipstick through your own nipple? What is handsomely? I guess that's up to you. Six figures, high high six if figures. Can, if it can lead to me never having to work again, then yes. I guess you have to go seven figures for that. Hmm. The, the thing for me, the thing for me that always bothered me about it is like, where does it go? Because you're gonna hit the rib cage yeah. at some point. I go right nipple so. too. Keep it away from the heart. Hmm. Oh yeah, sure, obviously. But yeah, she didn't um, though. No, well, she was having special monster power. So <laughs> maybe, maybe it just floats around in the breast meat. It doesn't it, really go any further. It just kind of immediately stops. So does it pop out again to like the other nipple a couple of years later? Does it like? Yeah, because I, I think it goes in and then it turns a little bit. So it's not it can't come back out the same hole because now it's wide. But if she maneuvers around and kind of moves the wrong way, then maybe it's going to start poking itself out again if you kind of get it the exact right way. I was just assuming that whenever she needed lipstick, she could just like, squeeze and <laughs> oh, just kind of like and... grab the breast and just be like, oh, oh <laughs> so just the actual like the lipstick. Lipstick yeah. tip comes you twist, out. You, you twist the nip, and it'll just oh, kind of it'll come can, out just like regular lipstick, and then just kinda... turn the other way, and it retracts back in. Oh, I see how it is. Perfect. All right. Uh, my only other question was that we already talked about it was that your thoughts on the demon skull, but you already uh, already talked about that. Um, what do you think of the soundtrack, by the way? 
I like I was like listening. I was trying to pay attention more. Like, when Judy's running around, is like this like weird synth that was just like impeccably of the time. Actually, I listened to it at work yesterday, and the background music. I I like the the party song that they play before the radio dies out. Yeah. Mike knows just farted. He muted because he farted. That's my guess. No, I was clearing my throat. <sighs> I farted beforehand, and you don't have the mic. Like the fart mic is just long gone. It is. Well, that's a different podcast, anyways. I know. No. I know it is. But yeah, Keep it classy, and I want answers now, right, Bill? Hell no. You were, the last time we recorded, I asked. Oh, the questions. fucking disaster episode from hell that we all asked you not to tag us in. Yeah, that's the one that Mike unfortunately couldn't be a part of. But if you have a chance to check it out, you should. You can see what you missed out on. Oh you, missed out, you, you missed out on getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's the only time I've ever put a disclaimer before an episode. Let's just say that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something. That is that is something. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I like the music. I mean, I like to answer your yeah. question. I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was track. good. And I love the, um, I thought the soundtrack was awesome, too. I mean, you know, like you said, Mike, it's of the time, so maybe for me it's a nostalgia thing, and it's very you know. fitting synth, all synthy yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. As definitely. as soon as the opening credits hit, I'm just like, "Yep, here we go." Yeah. This is yeah. Yeah, the opening credits are pretty fun. It's like a semi animation style. I mean, well, it's yeah, like a lot of those movies just had like simple, say, text over black. So they went the extra mile with this. Let's see what Proud the. Uh, I'm curious what the budget was. I think it actually made decent money considering i think it was like 1.2 or 3 million budget that's what it made no i think that's what the budget was i think it made three yeah it made a lot and they said that it was a limited release in detroit and they they and the line was like around the block the numbers were ridiculous so if they they've estimated that if they did an actual release it would have made as much much as 13 million dollars if they done it properly oh yeah they're saying 3.1 million at least by uh Wikipedia, that's what they're saying. That's so. what IMDb said. Wikipedia said it first. Well, then it must, it must be right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, breaking news, guys. Alec Baldwin killed someone. Alec Baldwin killed someone? Yeah. It, breaking news, this isn't a live thing, you know, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's breaking news right now. It's breaking to us. Wait, so he actually, yeah. wait, what now? He actually did? He, uh, he, he fired a prop gun that uh, killed the cinematographer. <gasps> no way. Yeah. yeah, just now. And it was it was him. Oh, Jesus. It was, it was Alec Baldwin. He fired it and uh, killed the cinematographer and wounded the director. What the fuck? Who was, who's the cinematographer? Uh, Helena Hutchins or Helena Hutchins. Oh, God, that's awful. Yeah, she was 42. Ugh. I know this now is Alec Baldwin's best movie, so I wanted to make sure he brought this up. Night of the Demons, yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, that sucks. Wow. So that's not my favorite death in the movie. I don't, no. I don't like. I don't like when Alec Baldwin kills someone. No. It sounds. It sounds like it's a uh, crow situation. Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. Terrible. Probably. Isn't it standard to like? I know, like, on you won't you don't point even a gun with blanks at whoever you're supposed to be shooting, right? You're like off to the side, right? He did it on purpose. 
now. I'm saying it here. I want answers now. Alec Baldwin, answer for your crimes. Bill, can you also make this a podcast, a police interrogation sometimes? Uh, sure. Wait, you, but, I want answers now. So you get some fucking suspects in and be like, I want answers now, motherfucker. Wait, so Did so you kill have... that person? Okay, so clearly you're a bad cop. What's your favorite movie? <laughs> Where were you on this night? Would you fuck a spider for 20 bucks? All yeah. that stuff. How do you rate this? How do you rate this interrogation? Yeah. How do you rate the movie, by the way, if you give it on a, a one to 10 scale? Oh. Hmm. Uh, I'd say probably an eight. No. I, I was know. gravitating like, towards eight myself. Yeah. It's super fun. I got to bring up, too. Um, I love all the Evil Dead stuff that just kind of pops in there. Like when Angela's chasing him around mm -hmm. and they're running through the doors and it's like the Sam cam. Um, and the same thing, they put her on a dolly, I think, when she's kind of floating around and like she moving says, her arms. Yeah. And, and that looks very Evil Dead-y. Like well, yeah. a lot of it just looks kind of normal, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh, these guys saw Evil Dead too. Like obviously, or there's some, you know, or if not, they had similar ideas, but. Yeah. Um, Is that the official name, the Sam cam? By the way. Yeah, the Sam cam. Yeah, the, the the camera on the on the two by four, the Sam cam. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's just really fun. I mean, yeah, yeah characters are thin. You could find a million problems with it if you wanted to, but it's like it's just a fun Halloween movie. Plus, it has yeah, an amazing I... ending with the guy with the, the apples. I've always wanted to see that. Oh. Let's talk. Let's let's talk about him. I did like at the start when he gets scared by Sal, the rubber rat. But oh, it's just like I like he's like you son of a bitch, just the way he says it to him. <laughs> And it calls Judy a whore, like almost immediately. Yeah, she's she's like trying to help him. Let's get away yeah. from you, whore. Oh, it's and the worst, she's like, "Well, I didn't want to help you anyways. All you told him." Yeah, that's right. And then he holds up the razor blades, and the apple is like, "Ha ha ha! I'll have my revenge." And it's like, "Wow, that's hardcore." And he's she just doing that to... surrounded by trick or treaters. Yeah, and you know, it's like, yeah, these these kids were this kid was a dick to you, but doesn't deserve to have like razor apples i mean yeah uh, maybe but, a little bit but you know but this you get that's like the that's like the bonus ending because he's eating that apple pie the next day and oh the apples from last night that you didn't use honey and she's the wife is like happy that he's died yeah wouldn't you be he married a piece of shit he probably hits yeah, he was a piece of shit yeah. yeah and i actually do like that that's at the beginning because you know you have the title sequence which is really cool and fun you're like all right this doesn't take itself too seriously and then they have that guy, and you're like, all right, well, this could be interesting. Like, this yeah. isn't my normal horror movie, even for something that's kind of silly. This is pretty hardcore and ridiculous. And if it wasn't so so funny, it would be really disturbing. So I thought it set a good tone, you know? There was a, uh, he had a deleted scene where he was nude. Yes, the most horrifying cut of them all. <laughs> He's just looking at the mirror, calling himself a son of a bitch. Did you see that uh, the script did originally call for Stooge to show his actual ass and he refused? Yeah, he didn't want to. But he had the nice jack-o'-lantern underwear. That worked yeah. out. I like this yeah. car, too. Oh, that car was, was like, great. Was it covered yeah. in like, stickers and spray paint? And Yeah, we didn't get that car didn't get enough fucking screen time. It didn't. No. It broke down. I know. I also really liked um, the end credits song. Like, just super emotional, like, passionate, like, completely yes. off tone with the rest of the movie. Oh, it was, it was great. I, I, I read some trivia, too, that um, they originally wanted to have an uh, interracial kiss and a oh, gay yeah. couple. And it was like, oh, that's, no, we can't do that. 
Yeah. Like, we already have one whole black person in this movie. We're not going to have him kiss anyone, too. Right. Yeah. If you want some sex, you can have the, the Asian girl and, the, and one of the other white guys have, like, awkward yeah. sex in a coffin. Yeah. You know, and that's... But, yeah, I did think that was interesting that, like, I don't know, that the guy, that the director thought that would be, you know, too much, but also that they wanted to do it in the first place. It's like, that's that's just cool, you know? It is. It, but that wasn't okay, but it was okay for Stooge to just, like... Who was the uh, the girl who does first? What's her name again? Helen. Helen. Yeah. He just he just keeps like he's like shut up, bitch. And he's like yeah. keeps like it's like browbeating her with these horrible insults the whole time. And, they're they're friends. And he uh, yeah. breaks into the bathroom that uh, Suzanne was in, and well, that's because he heard the mirror breaking, and I would think that was out of concern. Oh, I thought it was because he wanted to fuck. Oh, well, I well, think it was, it was his plan originally, but then I think he actually horny. showed a little bit of heart. Yeah, just a little before he uh, died. So, yeah, just a, a smidge. Would you, um, if we went to a convenience store and I was uh, wearing like a pink tutu and I was bent over to distract the cashiers, would you guys steal food as I distracted the cashiers? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'd be wearing the same kind of underpants, but like, you know, they'll be like, like the, the, the tes- testicle bulge. <laughs> That was actually, actually one that, watching that scene, my wife and I were both looking at each other and like, man, it must have just been so fucking easy to shoplift in the 80s. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. With a pillowcase. She's like stealing like paper towels and like, yeah. does she steal eggs? Like all this, you know, like just perishables. food. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I got to have breakfast in the morning after they all have a fucking demon orgy. Yeah. And you got to clean it up with something. I mean, bounty is the... It would be great if she had taken like the hot dogs that like are like in the little rotating metal. Oh, She's like reaching through like just uncovered hot dogs into her pillowcase. Oh, oh man, I like am a, a sucker for a convenience store hot dog. Let me. Tell I you. never have. No. Oh god. Oh, that was when he had no one else in the Cumberland no else Customers didn't notice or didn't care that she was stealing whatever. I wouldn't give a shit. I'm like, yeah, great, steal it. Fuck the man. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, well, if, it, if it's a mom and pop convenience store, I'd be bummed out. But if I'm at like a Walgreens, who gives a shit? Take some gum, whatever. Yeah. Walgreens, Walgreens. is doing fine. They got a few stores. Yeah, you got a couple. <laughs> well, um, any closing thoughts on the movie? Oh, I didn't rate it. I gave it a, I, I'd say I gave it a seven. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I don't want to leave that out because I'm sure people were clamoring for my, my rating. I know oh, I, I can was. hear it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I think for me it's just it's a super fun Halloween movie like you were talking earlier. There aren't nearly as many movies that take place on Halloween and make a big deal of it. Like Creepshow te- technically takes place on Halloween, but if you just you see a thing on the window, you see like a jack-o-lantern and that's it. Yeah, like, it, it. you know. And clearly Halloween takes place on Halloween. Well, you would hope so. Yeah. Um you know, and and I think it's just really cool to have a movie that celebrates that kind of stuff cuz it I don't know that I I mean, I, I watch it any time of year, but when I'm in the mood for that kind of movie this time of year, like, it's just perfect. Oh, it's yeah. perfect October viewing. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't so. get any better. Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah. All, go, let's all go to, to Hull House yeah. t- tonight. We'll use our, our paper directions. It's okay. you just care, carelessly torn in half. <laughs> right, just because. Yeah. So, I'm, not, I'm not getting will, in the car with Stooge, man. He's going to get a flat. Well, that's he has right. a tire. He didn't say he had a tire iron, though, did he? Yes, right. Dummy. So, Mike, does that make you Helen? Spada, you you Helen? Of course. All right, you're going to end up dead on top of, like, a Studebaker, whatever the fuck that was. 
Chalky Studebaker. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to mention, do you like how Roger just dives head first through a window? Oh, that was the, I meant to mention that too. It was awesome. Yeah. And, and then she thinks Roger. about it. And then she oh, thinks sh- about it. She's like, well, should I do it or not? He's like, I just dove through a window. Yeah. You're just standing around. Yeah. You should come I'm out good. here. Yeah, let's do this, man. Yeah. Now, even like you watching it this time. You don't have to this, break glass. I already did that part. Watching <laughs> it this time, when he's really he's like, I'm alive. That's usually when you get killed. Yes. When you realize you're okay. And I was like, even though I'm like, wait, does he die? No, he doesn't die here. Yeah. Somehow. All right. Well, uh, thanks for, for doing this, fellas. Happy Halloween to you both. Happy Halloween. Happy yeah. Halloween to you, too. too, too. And uh, just so you know that I, I am planning uh, some more awkward questions for uh, the future. I will be asking you both. Oh, my computer just broke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye. Good night, America. Well, I want answers. No.